morning, Soraya. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a tough week, but I'm doing good. And I'm, I'm glad we're into fall, my favorite season of the year. So. Oh my gosh, yeah. So happy fall, what is that, equinox? Yeah. And The autumnal equinox. <laughs> And in my valley, I don't know about your valley, but we've got beautiful blue skies as your shirt demonstrates, Mr. Blue Sky. From the yeah, show that we went to see together. Yes. We, that was at Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. We saw <laughs> ELO with the great Jeff Lynn. Yes. So it's probably no surprise what we're going to be talking about today, is it? Well, it's a surprise to me. <laughs> I hope it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell everyone what we're talking about today? So we're continuing to go through the box set nuggets that was released by Rhino Records, the four disc set, and we're going disc by disc, and we're up to disc number three, Soraya. So um, disc number three. So before we get started, generally speaking, uh, what do you think about this disc? Look, to it's to me, this was the more distinct so far. Um, and a lot more, I found the tracks to be a little more experimental, you know, lots of fuzz, you know, which I absolutely love. And one of my tracks has, you know, highlights of Farfisa. And I mean, there's just lots of fun sounds on this. And, uh, I, I I liked it. I liked it. Same. Yeah. I, what about you? Yeah, I really liked it quite a bit. I it I think it's even a little bit stronger than disc two. Um, mm. um and they uh, there's so many good songs on all of these discs. I mean, there's this is another uh, CD with a lot of tracks. Thirty tracks on disc three. Yeah. So we have lots to choose from. A lot of under three minute songs. Um, <laughs> great psychedelic pop songs. Um. Little. And then I just want to add on to that. Many times, or at least me, and I, I take responsibility for my opinion. I think of psychedelic songs as being psychedelic prog songs that go on forever. You know, it's just like, like one long, one long tune. And to me, it's mind boggling that we get these really poignant Psych psychedelic songs with all the psychedelic sounds in under three minutes. Yep. I don't know how they do it, but hats off to every <laughs> single one of these bands yeah. on, on these discs so far because uh, I don't know how you do it. Yep. But I think this is a very exciting disc and I think we should jump into it because I'm excited to hear what you've picked. Let's go. Hi, this is Soraya. And this is Jeff. Our podcast is called Paisley Stage Raspberry and Rhyme. A podcast where the two of us play music that we like and share anecdotes and background about the tunes. We hope you'll join our conversation. And without further ado, agrubiar. Let's get groovy. All right, disc three. I say we Ooh. jump into it with one of your picks. Okay, so my first pick, and I want to just play it and then we can talk about it is a band called The Rationals. And the song's called I Need You. I need you. I 
jumped straight into the psychedelic party right there isn't that a great tune it is i love that one um what's interesting is so many of you may have recognized that that's a ray davies tune this is a kinks cover um and i just liked it from the from the start great guitars i really like scott morgan's vocals on this um just there's something very earthy and very soulful about it. I, I just liked it from the get-go. And, you know, just that driving guitar, perfect. Um, and yeah, and you got all that cool psychedelic sound. Couple of just tidbits. This is an Ann Arbor, Michigan band. So shout out to Ann Arbor. Um, but some little tidbits. The band really, I think like this title because they sang another song later on that didn't uh, didn't get as much traction. Apparently, it was a number five hit in Michigan, so it was a regional hit called "I Need You," but it was a Jerry Goff and Carol King song. Oh wow! <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't think you could have two more diverse uh, songwriters and styles. But um, and just one little thing. Uh, the vocalist, Scott Morgan, he was asked to join Blood, Sweat, and Tears at one point. And he turned it down. He turned it down. Wow. Okay, that's, uh, I don't know. That's pretty cool. So some of the stuff I've read about the band, um, you know, they, I, they really liked um, things with a soul vibe because they even did a, they even did a cover of Otis Redding, uh, Respect. Oh, very early on. So this is a band that had like a really nice breadth of uh, influences. I really liked it. Um, and uh, one last detail in 2009, a two CD anthology of the Rationals hits 
of of their of their mid sixties phase, um, got released in two thousand nine, and then in two thousand ten they were voted to the Michigan, uh, the the Michigan Rock and Roll Legends Online Hall of Fame. So definitely respected and and endeared in Michigan. But I love this song, so that was my first one. All right, so Jeff, tell us your fist first pick. Okay, my first pick is a song called Fight Fire by a band called The Gollywogs. And there are some similarities between the two songs that I picked. Um, both originated out of California. Both bands originated out of California, Southern California even. Yeah. Um, both bands, or both songs rather, are angry songs about getting burned by girls. So... <laughs> So the fight fire, uh, the singer's talking about, I'm going to fight fire with fire, girl. So <laughs> both are, yeah, angry, angry songs. So those are the connections between my two um, this week. Um, fight fire, uh, the song by the Gollywogs was actually their sixth single. Um, another connection between my two bands, which is not, seems to not be that uncommon, is that they were primarily a singles band. So neither band released albums except when it came to the compilation, like you discussed with the rationale. So that um, uh, later uh, on CD, they were all the singles were combined to make a compilation uh, release. So, but they never recorded a full length album. But the Gollywogs started off in El Cerrito, California. Um, two brothers, Tommy and John, not Tommy John, but Tommy and John. <laughs> got together and they started the band. They, they were originally called the Blue Velvets, Zariah. And then they got picked up by Fantasy Records and their label, Fantasy Records, changed their name unbeknownst to them to the Gollywogs. And they hated the name, the Gollywogs. So, um, but they kept it for all seven of their singles. And then after releasing their seventh single, they decided we're gonna change our name. We hate this name, the Gollywogs. And they changed their name to Credence Clearwater Revival. So John Fogarty and his brother Tommy started this band. Um, originally, Tommy wrote all their hit singles. And then as they went along, John started to write more of their songs. And they became Credence Clearwater Revival, who we all know and love. So Fight Fire, you'll as you'll listen, it sounds a lot like Gloria. A lot. Even the solo sounds a lot like it. But Anyways, um, this is what their original Fight Fire, and I just think it's a great song. Both of my songs have a R&B punk 60s feel to it. Um, two and a half minutes of pure bliss for me. So this is the Gollywogs doing Fight Fire.
you go. Killing those shakers. So um, their compilation that they released with all of the singles was called Pre-Credence by the Gollywogs. So pretty creative there to call it Pre-Credence, but I'm sure they're uh, pandering to the Credence Clearwater Revival fan base. Uh, Damn, that's good. But John Fogarty. The Gollywogs, yeah, I would have changed that yeah. too. Yeah, they didn't like that name. That was their label. Just sounds so so campy <laughs> and there's their vibe is very different yeah yeah so anyways i thought that was kind of cool i love it i love it tommy old tommy and john from el cerrito california there you el go. cerrito high school Woo-hoo. <laughs> all right what you got next Soraya? all right so next i decided to stay local oh and i picked an la band okay that like to dress all in black. They're called the Music Machine and my pick is Double Yellow Line. my gosh the those drums man and that fuzzy distorted guitar Mwah! <laughs> yeah so this band is from la they um so there was a trio they were called the ragamuffins ragamuffins evolved into by adding two more people they involved into the music machine and they used to play gigs all dressed in black and people hated it hated it like but that was kind of their thing and what I like about the music machine um people may know uh, an 
a previous hit by them, which is called Talk Talk. Oh, yes. But um, I like Double Yellow Line because you get all these cool psychedelic influences and just fun stuff in the song. And the vocals, man, the vocals are are pretty wild. And um, so I read something that said that um, Sean Bonniewell, that it's his vocals. Okay, wait. I, I just want you to to hear this because I love your your thoughts. His vocals. So Bonnie Wells' progressive lyrics and arrangements. Sorry, it wasn't his vocals; it was the arrangements have been credited with influencing the Doors and Iron Butterfly, oh. as well as future punk bands. So one of the things about Music Machine that people that some have written about is that they're kind of a first step to punk. Whoa. Now, I don't, you know, I think it's an interesting uh, theory and one I'd like to explore a little more, but the point of one, one writer was, this is a band that does a little more than a garage, than other garage bands because they, they, um, have a say and are a bit more preoccupied with the lyrical arrangement and the musical arrangement. So, and they start doing different things. Like uh, they bought, uh, one thing I read was they bought hardware to make their own fuzz switch. Wow. So I'm like, okay, so these are guys that were looking for a sound that they couldn't find wow. or maybe that they wanted to create on their own. So I found that really, really interesting. That is good. But I want you to listen to this. So uh, Talk Talk was a major single and then uh, Double Yellow uh, B-side. But listen to this. So after the release of Talk Talk, they go on a three-month tour across the U.S. Listen to this. With the Beach Boys, Question Mark and the Mysterians, and Clyde McBatter. That is like a wild combo. And then um, they come back and they release their um, their debut album, Turn On The Music Machine. Ah. Um, and then they um, start kind of getting some traction and then the band falls apart mm. because of the, I read something that managerial and financial disputes. Uh -oh. So the band fragments. Sean Bonniewell then takes a lineup and calls it Bonniewell's Music Machine. Uh. <laughs> um, but um, everything goes boop in oh. uh, 1969. But you just go, man, uh, really interesting. And there are, there, is, um, there are appearances on TV shows from the time like Shindig, American Bandstand of where the action is, but um, just a cool band, nice. uh, really interesting sound. So I was here for it. All right, Jeff, we're gonna close it with you. And I, I do want people to pay attention to this second pick. Jeff and I once again share, shared uh, brain synapses because his picks were mine. Oh. So <laughs> I just kept going down the list. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Jeff, what's your second pick? So we're going to travel from L.A. down to my area. So this band, the lyrics are from North San Diego County, 
um, so from the Oceanside, Carlsbad, Cardiff area, um, not too far from where my office is actually, um, the band started. So they say it started in Oceanside. Um, the song is called So What? Um, and I was reading a little bit about the song and um, the singer, Chris Gaylord, who also plays harmonica on the song, said that it was one of those songs where he got burned by a rich girl. So she invited him over to his house, her house and she had, Soraya, she had two refrigerators. That's how rich she was. And not only that, she had an electric typewriter. So this girl was balling, right? Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, so he was, he was trying to make some moves with this girl and he, she shut him down and that was it for him. And so he got so upset, he went home and he wrote, so what? So, so this song is So What by the lyrics. Um, yeah, they, they came out of not too far from my work. They only released a handful of singles, not even enough to make a compilation. So all you get is the singles and you know, various compilations such as the Nuggets with this track. And um, they did appear a couple of times uh, on a San Diego show. I think it was called Night Dance Time or something like that. Dan the Dance Time Show, San Diego Dance Time Show. So uh song came out in 1965 and it's funny because in one of the videos that you can find on youtube um of them performing was uh filmed at the oceanside community center so not far from where i work so local boys uh they only lasted a few years like i said they only put out a handful of singles started in 65 by 68 they were gone um but uh yeah i thought it was interesting that the count the connection between my two were angry guys that that uh girls weren't uh didn't fall for them so 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 it was an inspiration for songs so yeah i like this one quite a bit another one of those r&b songs they pull out the the harp or mouth harp or harmonica what have you and I, I, it's just a really fun song and how has there not been another band name with the lyrics right i mean such a such a generic name but Anyways, let's give it a listen. Last song for us today uh, from the Nuggets by the lyrics. So what?
that may be the first song that shouts out an electric typewriter. <laughs> I don't know. I could be wrong. <laughs> I think you're right. I mean, a, a little butt hurt, are we? <laughs> hey, man. Never question people's feelings. He was hurt. Yeah. He, he said, so what? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't it. care about your electric typewriter, girl. <laughs> yeah, that, that one cracks me up. Um, so interesting fact about this song, the single was reissued this year by a, a label in the UK Ace Records. So they re-released the seven inch single yeah, in 2021. And uh, Chris Gaylord, the, the singer, went, went on to front a band called Magic Mushroom in 67. So, so do you have it? I don't, no, no, but I'm, I'd like to hunt that one down. Oh, and uh, what's the, the B-sides called? They Can't Hurt Me. So, <laughs> See? I'm a rock. I'm an island. <laughs> yeah, so fun song. And I, I forgot to mention on your Double Yellow Line, um, I want as we were listening to it, I totally got a Tom Jones kind of vibe on on your song. So Ooh. I could, could kind of hear a, a young Tom Jones kind of swagger. That voice, vibe. that voice is pretty wild. Music uh, that was great. Yeah. Okay, Jeff. If I had to push you, okay, to give me at least one honorable mention. Oh. One song that you didn't pick, but that you really enjoy. Yeah, there was a few. Um, run, run, run by the gestures was another yeah. one that I was thinking of picking too. But there are so many great songs on here on this disc three. Um, a couple that I thought people would be more um, likely to have heard, like um, some guys. Um, sometimes good guys don't wear white by the Standells, which yeah. I've heard on the radio quite a bit. Um, I really liked Psycho by the Sonics. I think that's a great one. Um, there's a Sir Douglas Quintet song that's really great. Yes. Um, the Lime and Spell song. Follow that me. song is so good. Warren Zevon, right? I think that's a Warren Zevon track, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then um, Ted Nugent appears on this one as on the previous one with his uh, band Amboy Dukes. So. Um, and that song, it's the last one on this disc. It closes it uh, out. Journey to the Center of the Mind. It is a wild song. And I remember thinking to myself, this cannot be the one insane Ted Nugent. But it is. <laughs> but but let me tell you, my, my honorable mention, The okay. Balloon Farm, A Question of Temperature. Oh. That song kicks ass. Also, the E types put the clock put the clock back on the wall. Oh yes, yeah. Uh, the music explosions, a uh, little bit of soul. Yes, but and then, but the one song that I know I've heard often, and I don't know how often other people have, is that leadoff track by Los Hombres oh. called Let It Out, Let It All Hang Out. Let It All Hang Out, yeah. It, this is a, the, this three, I think has a great variety of songs and influences and, you know, just think like, Let It Out, Let It All Hang Out and the last track is Amboy Jukes. You know, you get a lot, you get a lot on this uh, particular disc. So 
those are Jeff and I just gave you four of our picks, but there are 30 <laughs> bloody songs on this. Yeah. This, which, um, which Rhino was kind enough to put together. Yeah. And uh, not a bum one in the, in the lot. So I'd say so. Yeah. I'd say so with this disc. And then we'll finish up next week with disc number four, more great tracks. So wow. We got to start listening and narrowing down. Sorry. Okay. So, mi gente, agroviar. Groove on, Paisley people. Preach, my dear friends, you're about to receive on John Barleycorn, Nicotine, and the Temptations of Eve. No barking by the suicide, hot dogs, my razor broke, water dripping up the spout, but I don't care, let it all hang out. Hanging from a pine tree by my knees, sunshine through the shade. Nobody knows what it's all about. It's too much, man. Let it all hang out. Upside down, my TV's on the blink. Made Galileo look like a boy scout. Sorry about that, let it all hang out. Sleep all day, drive all night. Brain my numb, can't stop now. For sure, ain't no doubt. Keep open mind, let it all hang out. Let it all hang out. Let it all hang out.